Amen. It's good to be in God's house today. Amen. Good to see everybody today. Amen. Remember Mother's Day next week and everything's coming up. And uh, like I say, uh, while they're getting back there, uh, Concord will be coming over here two weeks from today. And I, I look forward to it myself. I mean, I, Brother Roger, I mean, him goes a long ways back and uh, we're not getting any younger. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to being in service with him. So I hope the church will support that that Sunday very much. So if they can, and pray for the service that Sunday, every Sunday too. I mean, that room. Uh, as you know, this week, uh, brother, somebody didn't maybe knowing brother Dennis Snap. You know, that's pastored for years. I think. He said he started in 20, when he was 29 year old and he was 71, he passed away and about 40 years, the last couple of years, his health was so bad. But we went to visitation Wednesday night and you know, just a whole country boy from Prim. But we got there at six o'clock and we left at eight o'clock and they were still lined up at the door going by the casket, you know. You know, just a testimony of, you know, him and what he stood for. And, uh, and so the preacher, you know, I listened to, I didn't get to go to the service the next day, but I listened to it yesterday as they recorded the service. And uh, he talks about, you know, he said something about Dennis was, he said he heard the term at prim old school. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of the way I am, I guess. But, you know, we need to get back to the old paths of righteousness and holiness and what the Word of God says very much so. That's my opinion. I think we need it very much so today, Amen. very much today. Turn away, I want you two, I want you two different passages this morning, one the Old Testament, one New Testament. I hope I can tie them together. And you've heard them. You know what it is. You turn over. Turn with me to the 37th chapter Ezekiel, and I'm going to read a little bit of that, and we'll, then we're going to go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, in just a little bit. I do desire your prayers today as we try to speak for just a little bit. And I'm going to try, you know, as I speak today, I may make a mess if I don't know, but I'm just... As I say, like I lost a friend this week, and I'm just going to kind of do this and honor him this morning with him on my mind. Our church world today is very, very important. Amen. And I think a lot of you know we have our church world today is is hurting in one sense to put it. God's not went nowhere. He's not lost any power whatsoever. His word, the Bible tells us the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. I believe that very much so. And, you know, a church, you know, when I talk about church world, I'm not talking about this building. I'm talking about church is this right here. Amen. That's what a church is. Jesus still, Peter, one day he said, upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he wasn't talking about a building then. He was talking about what Peter told him because he told Jesus who he was. And he said, you know, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my, the Spirit, you know, the Lord revealed that to you from above. And I'll put that in my own version a little bit. And I look at it today, you know, and uh, 
way everything's going today, very much so. And, uh, uh, and you can s see it today that it's some, of, some of the ways are not going in a good direction. <laughs> very much so. But there's, God is still good. And he's still in control. I mean, believes that. And I still believe he can do anything. I believe that very much so. You look at, the, you look at our universe today and you see everything that he's done in just a span of a few days. The problems that we face today, if we would just humble ourselves and turn to him, you know, and just you know, believe him today, I think everything could be a lot better. Do you believe that today? But over the years, you know, and I, I maybe spoke, you know, said kind of this few, few of these things in the last few weeks here. But over the years, it seems like, you know, as we preached a few Sundays ago about, you know, the, uh, the sower went out and sold, you know, in a little while he looked back and he said, tares come among the wheat, you know. And Satan today is a very clever being or person, whatever you want to call him. He, he knows how to do, th I mean, he knows how to trick people into different situations. But I'm here today to tell you that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I believe that very much so today. And I was thinking this week as, you know, as every, all the news I got this week, of th you know, people passed away and this and that, you know. And I begin to think about, you know, if we as, we as Christian people today don't stand firm on God's word today, Satan can knock us down very much so. He can change your minds today if we get away from the Word of God. He may believe that today. So if you don't believe that, and you've heard me preach this many, many times, you know, look at what Peter done. He got away from the Lord, you know, for a while. Got away from Christ, and, you know, he told the world that he would, you know, he told Christ, I'll go to death with you. But just a little while later, he changed his mind. He said, I don't know who you are. So he he got The Bible says he warmed himself by their fire, you know. Be careful today who you hang around with and whose ideals you let go into your mind today and start, start you know, believing in things, you know, what they're saying. Well, maybe this is true. This is a different time that we live in, but God does not change today. Our church world today should be the same as it was 2,000 years ago when it, the day of Pentecost, when the, the Holy Spirit of God come down. Our church still should be that powerful today. How I many believe that today? We should be powerful today. But we have got to a point today, my opinion today, that it seemed like today our churches today are lacking something. Very much so. Because a lot of times we can come to church and we'll feel the same way when we leave. When we, when, we, uh, when we leave, we feel the same way that so when we got there. I was sitting the other night, you know, and I still believe, I may believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe you can feel it, you know. It's, it's a personal thing. I believe that today. I was sitting the other day in last Saturday, not this last Saturday, and as you know, then I, I, I listened to the, you know, Gaither Homecoming on Saturday. If I can turn it over, I know a lot of old ones, you know, and there was one that was playing. It was all the homecoming people that was there, and I was, I was laying in the recliner, really, and listening to it, and, and uh, they was singing there, and then Jason Crabb started singing a song, you know, and it was a newer, this was filmed in Tulsa, I think, this last year, and 
I forgot exactly the top of mind the song, but it was an upbeat song, and it's talking about heaven, you know, got work. I'm homesick for heaven, you know, and all this and that. And, you know, and I was sitting there, and I was laying there, and it began to sing. It's one of them songs that got going, you know, and he didn't sing it once, he sang it again, you know, and and he sat down, and the crowd kept, a, kept a, you know, a cheering and praising God. And he got up and sang it again. <laughs> and I was sitting there, and then I watched it again. <laughs> he comes on at, I think, forgot 2 or 3 o'clock, and I watched it. And then they come on again at 7 o'clock, you know. And I told my wife, I said, you got to watch this at 7 o'clock, you know. And when he started singing, she thought it was over with two or three times. I said, it's not over yet, you know. He was still singing, you know. And. Bill Gaither stood up and said, this may go on forever. And about that time, it seemed like the Holy Spirit, you know, I felt it myself in the cheer. You know, them, them goosebumps that comes over you from here to the bottom of your feet, you know. And Jason jumped up and he sung, he started singing again. He went and still got off the stage. Brother Lord, he went down in the crowd singing it. And people was praising God. That's the kind of God that we serve today, that somebody's got power today. I think today, that's kind of services we need today, that we can feel something today, that we come to church, you know, and say, you know, I feel the power of God today that know to, you know, that we go out next week or we go out the coming, you know, the tomorrow, the next day that we're going to face somebody that is, is going to try to come against us. But we need to know that God is real. Amen. We don't need to know worries that we call, we need to feel worries that Amen. we need to know he's in there. But we live in a time today that the church has got stale and the church has got kind of just that deer in the headlight look. What are we doing here? I come for one reason this morning, that's to praise my Lord. Amen. I come for a reason today that I know I've got a need today that he can meet it. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know sometimes his way he's going to do things, but I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe that. Amen. I'm going to trust him in what he, what he does. But in 37th chapter Ezekiel, it talks about the dry bones. And you know you know the story. Most of you do, probably, maybe all of you do. And it said, the hand of the Lord was upon me. And he said, he, cast, he, he, he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And he said, he carried me down to the midst of the valley. And it was full of dry bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there was very many in open valley. And lo, they was very dry. And he said unto me, he said, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered and said, Lord, only you know. Only you know, God. We're in such a mess today, you know. I think only God can fix this up. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you looked into, you know, everybody's trying to come up with an ideal to fix every situation today. But most of the time, we come up with an ideal. We leave the main, the main ingredient out, and that's the Word of God. We leave the Word of God out. That's a thing, you know, we didn't realize. And he looked at these and he said, can these bones live? He said, God, only you know. Only you know. And what he was trying to tell him, he said, you know, and I believe, you know, I look at it, you know, you know, the answer does not come from man for this problem that's here. These bones are dry. They've been here a while and, you know, they hadn't moved in a while. It's just kind of like some people in the church. They've been here a while, but they hadn't moved. <laughs> Come on, don't jump me out of here. We might kind of get old-fashioned this morning. That'd be all right. We've been here a while, but we hadn't moved, you know. And I, you know, I preached, and you know, this, and I preached that, but, you know, but ain't nothing ever happening. There's a lot of preachers today, you know, they preach every Sunday, but nothing happens. 
Why? Because they got the message themselves, you know. They try to, they lined it out themselves, you know, and they said, you know, this is how I'm going to lay it out here. And they never asked God to edit it. You know what I'm talking about. I, I was listening, you know, to the service, you know, the, on the, 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 the old uh, line, that, you know, yesterday as I was listening to Brother Dennis' funeral, you know, and they said when Brother Dennis started preaching, you know, and there's another preacher that was there, and then, and uh, he was an old school preacher, and he almost got to preaching you know, through the service, you know, pretty hard. And he, you can feel it coming through the radio, you know. And he said, when Brother Dennis first started preaching, you know, he said, I don't guess he knew a whole lot about the Bible, didn't know much about it. So I don't know if he did read it much or not. He'd just get up there, and he'd have one of the preachers to read him a scripture, you know. And, and he would start preaching on it, you know. And he said, well, that's about to, went down that trail there, and I'm I'm going to get out of this. And the preacher was about to read. He said, no, I got another one here for you. So he just dig in on it. <laughs> dig in on it. What I'm trying to say is here today, we need to hear from the word of God today. We need to hear from heaven what the word, what we need to hear. I pray every day. It may not seem like sometimes I pray every day for God, give me what the people here at Oak Grove need to hear. It's not what I want to say, but it's what you need, what they need to hear and use me for your mouthpiece today because you know the hearts of the people that's here. Amen. We know your word is powerful. Sometimes we don't want to preach what God tells us to because it's going to hurt. Amen. But oh, let me tell you something, church. We have took the word of God out of our churches today. The spirit of the Lord, let me put every word. We read the scriptures to them, but there's no power behind it. There's nothing behind it. He said, can these bones live again? He said, Lord, only you know. They've been here a while. This and that. Can we have revival again? Lord, only you know. How can we have it? He said, let me tell you how you got to put this on a little bit. How you have it? Can these bones live again? The fourth verse there, he said, prophesy unto these bones and send unto you. Oh, you dry bones, do what? Hear the word of the Lord. Don't hear the word what the preachers say. I mean, what the preacher's ideal is. Hear what the word of God says. Hear what the word of God says. He said, sin, if the word of God says this is sin, get away from it. Amen. Listen to what the word of God says. How many times have we listened and not obeyed? What people are going to think about me? I've been coming to church here for 20 years. I've never been to the altar. What if I go to the altar today? They think I'm crazy He said, preach the word to them. That's what it's going to take today for us to have a revival across our country today like we need to have. It's not another program. It's this is the program right here. This is the program from Genesis to Revelation. This is the program that we need today. Listen to what the word of God says. Preach the word to them. Preach it with power. Preach it with boldness. Preach it with some spirit behind it. Preach it like there's something inside, inside of you that's a burning here. I love the feeling from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet and know that God is alive today. He's not dead. He's not in the grave today. We didn't come here to kill a little time. We come here to get a step closer to heaven. 
prophesying to him. So he said he started doing this in the seventh verse. I prophesied as I commanded. And I prophesied because there's a noise and a shaking. And bones begin to come together. They begin to come together. And he said, you know, as they come together, there's nothing, no action there. He said, prophesy to the winds. We get on out here this morning. Prophesy to the winds. And to me, that represents the power of the Holy Spirit today. That's where I look at it. You may look at it different, but he said, prophesy unto the wind. So he said, he started doing this. And let me put this in, put this in just a little quick uh, nugget here. Get out of this right here. So he prophesied as he commanded. He preached the word of God to him. And he preached it with power. He preached it with authority. He preached it with some feelings. And the Bible said they came together when he started doing this, when he preached exactly what God told him to do. He preached the word. He preached the power, the power of the spirit, the spirit of the Holy Ghost today. And the Bible says that when he started doing this, they came what? They came a great, exceedingly army. I'm here today to tell you, if we want the power of God today to hit our churches, to hit our young people today, like never before, we're going to have to do two things. We're going to have to preach the word with the power of the Holy Spirit behind them and praise God for everything that He's done for us. Amen. Only God you know. Amen. Only God you know. Fifth chapter of Matthew, if you want to turn over just a moment. I can stay right there the rest of the time. I'm going to go on just a little bit further. Fifth chapter of Matthew. Today, everyone here that is Christian today, you're something special. Think about it. Think about it. It says here, Matthew 5th chapter, the 13th verse, you're the power, you're the salt of the earth. Anybody agree with that? This is written in red in my Bible. I hope it is in yours. This is Christ himself speaking. But if the salt has lost its savor, in other words, lost its strength, what is it good for? Therefore, be salted. Therefore, it's good for what? It's good for nothing. It's good for nothing. Not judging nobody, no churches whatsoever. But we not got the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. We we lost the strength. Amen. Amen. In a nutshell, put my version. Then the church service is for nothing. Amen. Don't shut me out of here. We do one thing today, we do another thing tomorrow. Are you with me? I was reading this morning in Revelation when, they talk, when he sent the letter to the seven churches. And they're reading through all of them, just glancing through a few of them there. There's one thing that God said he hated. And you can look it up. And I can't pronounce it to start the end with nickel something. But what it means is make believe Christians. How you pronounce that? The what? Nicolation. If you look at that, my Bible's got a thing in the Bible that says make believe Christians. And it says, I hate them. I hate them. What it said is, God don't like make believe Christians. Come on. We got so many churches today, and I'll harp on this a lot. But I, I don't know if I don't know, but else is going to do it much. 
we got people standing behind the pulpit believes in abortion, believes in same-sex marriage, and proclaiming to be a minister of God. God help us. Come on. I hope you agree with me on this. I can't believe a call from God when you believe in something like that. Come on, Bible don't teach that. It don't teach that. But if you solve, you lose everything. No strength in it whatsoever. I have been, we have almost eight years, their house we had just built, you know, eight years ago. It don't seem like it's been that long, but it's been eight years. And you wouldn't think over the last few years just doing anything to a house that was that new. But it seemed like there's always something. My phone going off. But <laughs> Robin said, get it. <laughs> You would think you wouldn't have to do that much. But there's always something to do at the house. Amen. Upkeep. Always. No, mine's not that old yet. But you look here. How'd that get here? How'd this happen? Over time, things happen. I said that to say this. Our Christian life's got to be worked on every day. Amen. Did you work much on this week? There's a lot of things in the house, you know. I said, man, I put this off. Anybody put anything off you guys? And your wife's trying to tell you to, hey, amen. And you get irritated at them. Hey, amen. See, I'm almost like God's trying to tell us, you know, you need to fix this. Amen. You need to fix this. You know, you're ashamed of it. Go to close the door look in there. Amen. Don't shut me out of here. I don't say we do that, but yeah, we do. You pull the door to, love you. We pull the door to, no way to look in that room because it's full of stuff. How many rooms you got full of stuff in your spiritual life? You open the one up with the living room where everything, you keep it nice, but you know where everybody's going to be at. But how many clothes you close? Don't shut me out of here. Amen. This is serious. Because God said, I hate make-believe Christians. In other words, he told one of the churches, he said, you know, if you lukewarm, I'll, I thought, I'll get rid of you. Amen. That's what the Bible says. It's not what I said. That's what the Bible says. But we come to church today wanting a preacher to make us feel good. There ain't one way to feel good, and this is the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Make you feel good. He can whoop you and still make you feel good. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm talking about. He can still make you feel good. I want to read just one quote here. This book I got, I'll get out of here in just a moment. We yet today is, as a church are hurting. How many believe that? church world we today as a country are hurting it's cause we took things out of what we should have left in there bottom line we took God out and tried to replace it with everything and it it ain't working says America has been blessed by God because America had honored God in his word 
George Washington had nobled the office of president when he said, it is impossible to rightly govern the world without God in the Bible. Can you imagine what President Gisbert say that now? <laughs> what they would do to him? That was George Washington said that. And later, Abraham Lincoln agreed. He said, I believe the Bible is the best gift was ever given to man. And all the good from the Savior of the world is commended from this book. That's two of our presidents said that. And what a true statement. If you take that and take what we've done today, and I'm not talking politics this morning, I'm talking truth. When they overturned Roe and Wade this last year, I heard the President of the United States, that was the worst day for America. Now listen. You talking about dry? You talking about dry? But we still got God. Amen. We still got God. I read to you last week. He said, you know, if we'd humble ourselves and turn from wicked ways, he'd hear from heaven. Amen. He'd start sending rain down. In other words, he'd start fixing problems. I mean, believe he still can do that. I believe he can. But oh, today, let me tell you something. He talked about the dry bones. We all probably got some of them. Talked about the salt, if it loses strength, flavor. You can pour it on there and it won't do nothing. But I want Old Grove Church to be a church where you come to Sunday school class, you come whatever's going on here, and you can feel something. And that's a prayer of the Holy Spirit of God. We've got to get back the way of righteousness and probably the holiness. And I'm talking about denomination, I'm talking about what the Bible says. That's what it says. We've got to get back to that. We cannot go out, come to church Sundays, and act like everyone's just a perfect Christian and close the doors of some rooms during the week because we don't nobody to see it. Amen. Come on. Am I preaching to you this morning? Amen. We all do it. We've all done it. But the only way to get them clean is get the doors open and start getting things cleaned up. Amen. 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 I don't want to do that. Y'all may undo this. Could you sing another song? You could? She's a good singer, isn't she? Amen. She sung a song a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago when you hear the goodness of God. Amen, it's good. Amen. I love the goodness of God. You think you can? You don't have to. You don't think you can? Huh? I bet she'll get like Jason Crab on if you let the Spirit of God hit hold of her. She can do it, can't she? Amen. Amen. I mean, they don't have nothing this song. I just, you know, I just have a feeling I want to sing it this morning. I want to sing it. And we're going to close out. This altar is open. But if you go by and encourage somebody, let the Spirit of the Lord have a, you know, we used to do this stuff, you know. You know, the church has got away from stuff they used to do. 
but we got to get closer to God and closer to one another. Let me please that. He said, the salt has lost its strength. It's good for nothing. Amen. Just start in. Let's stand together. Listen to the words of this song. When we get through, we'll be dismissed.